What's up? Welcome to What's Wrong With You People. I'm John. And I'm here too. Uh, that's Alex. Um, so our last <laughs> episode got a couple more views than our previous ones. So I'm pretty happy about that because I thought it was our best episode. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to episode 13. Um, also, check out the podcast Twitter at y- at www.yppod. And uh, first order of business is... Um, <clears throat> What were your symptoms when you were sick last week? <laughs> uh, I had a sore throat a little bit, and um, that was pretty much it. Like, I felt kind of weak, but I didn't have any, like, sinus or anything other than that. It's kind of weird, because for the past week, I've had those exact <laughs> same symptoms. <laughs> sore throat, I've been coughing because of, like, phlegm and shit. Oh, see, I didn't have any phlegm or anything, though. I just had a yeah. sore, th- like, barely sore throat. Like, not even... I, um... I felt, like... I felt weak and everything, and I, like, still went to the gym when I was sick, which is probably an asshole move, because I'm just getting everybody <laughs> else sick, but... That's why I don't go to the gym, because yeah, when I go, I get sick because of fucking gross, nasty sperm like you. Yeah, well, I still went, and, like, it just... Like, I felt so weak. Like, I felt like I couldn't... Like, if I went to the grocery store, I felt like I was so weak I wouldn't be able to, like, carry the bags of groceries in. Well, isn't that it's typical? Be, no, it's not typical. I carry it all Plus in we, one uh, go at, like, 15 bags. So there's no chance in hell that I'm taking two trips up to my apartment. So um, <clears throat> there was... Um, oh, so I tweeted that the cat got me sick because it scratched me last episode, but... It was definitely you, you motherfucker. <laughs> Which, we share a microphone, so that's probably the cause of it. But, um, also, uh, I think, yeah, since last episode, we had the Nevada primary, and, uh, we also had the Nevada Democratic debate, where Mike got just fucking destroyed. By every other candidate, dogpiling on him. Uh, even when they weren't dogpiling on him, his just his voice, his like um, he's got like a, he's got a lisp kind of, and just like the way he talked. And then also, everybody's asking him if he'd release the NDAs of all the people that he sexually assaulted. Um, it was really good, and he he went down in the polls after that. He went down a couple points, so. Um, Definitely really cool. And then Bernie just, like, landslide victory or whatever. So um, that was definitely nice. There's another debate tonight, uh, which is Tuesday when we're recording this. So uh, hopefully they dogpile him on again because um, everybody hates him. Everybody up there hates him. So I think he also paid people at the debate because every time he'd talk about how rich he was, the, like, front row of the crowd would, like, cheer and clap and shit. And they obviously, normal people obviously don't care about Michael Bloomberg being rich or richer than Trump or anything. So, uh, that was pretty shitty. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Mike's, uh, have you heard of a guy named Mad Mike Hughes? No. So, there was this guy, he, he kind of had like a little 15 minutes of fame a couple years ago, I think. I don't even remember how long ago, but... He's a flat earther who builds rockets and the whole point, like 
human-sized rockets that he can sit in. And the whole point of him building these rockets is so he can fly up and I think take pictures or maybe just look out the window and uh, try to prove that the Earth is flat. Which, I mean, a, a normal airplane flies like 30,000 feet, mm-hmm. like a commercial airliner. And he's definitely not flying 30,000 feet to a homemade rocket up in the air. <laughs> so he literally could just buy like a $50 like Spirit Airlines plane ticket and get everything that he needs. But oh, he's doing the little... Like, shit, like, he's getting in the little he, rocket thing? Inside, I think I have seen a video of yeah, that. He gets inside the rocket and I think I have up. seen that. And they're, so it's not like, it's not like a NASA rocket where, yeah. like, there's, like, flames and shit shooting out the bag. It's not like a, um, like a jet fuel or rocket fuel rocket. It's, um, like, pressurized gas, I think. I think he said, it said steam. So it was, like, pressurized water and oxygen and stuff inside this tank. So it's a, I think they call it a cold thruster, which are like supposed to be, they're supposed the simplest like form of rocket. You literally just have a tank, like a fucking propane tank could be a cold thruster where you just open the knob and the shit shooting out is what propels it. So it's like a super simple thing. And he just built one big enough for him to fit in, uh, put a parachute on the back to get him down. Um, like after he hits the altitude or whatever, the parachute's supposed to come out. And then there's like a um, a pole that like guides him straight up in the air, like a model rocket kind of. And so this video on Twitter was him taking off and he flies up in the air and you immediately see the parachute just fly right off the back of it. So then he goes up, I don't know, a couple thousand feet maybe. And then just immediately it just turns around and then points straight at the ground and goes straight down until he fucking blasts into the ground like a fucking bullet. So, um, R.I.P. Mad Mike Hughes. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, he has died chasing his dream of proving the earth is flat. So, um, it's really hard to feel sympathetic for people who put themselves inside a rocket and launch themselves up into the sky while also launching their parachute back down to earth. So, um... I mean, I'm not too sad for the guy. He's also done this a bunch of times, I think. So he was successful a bunch of times at shooting the rocket up. He wasn't successful at proving, proving the, the earth. earth was flat or anything. I think he I think he did prove that the earth was not flat, and then he fucking killed yeah, himself yeah, on probably. purpose. Once he, he saw the curvature. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit, I'm done. He saw the curvature, and then he just uh, he, he hit the eject parachute <laughs> button where it doesn't, it doesn't deploy parachute. It just shoots the parachute off the back. <laughs> Um, he did it on purpose. He's had enough. But yeah, I don't see, like, I don't really see his reasoning for, like, doing any of it. Because, like, all the, the flat earth people don't really make sense because they, like, I don't think they understand the scale of how big the earth actually is. To where, like, like you can get on top of, like, the world's tallest building and you still can't really see the... Uh, the curvature of the earth. It's like if you take a tennis ball, like the little fuzzies on a tennis ball, like those little fuzzies in comparison to like Mount Everest, those are like 10 times or even more than that. Like if earth was like a baseball size and you felt it, it would feel like a pole ball with how like smooth it is. Even with Mount Everest and like all of the tallest mountains, it would just feel smooth because of how small they are relative to how big the earth is. So 
going up in a plane or in a little homemade rocket is definitely not going to show you the curvature or flatness of the earth. So if you could, if you didn't have to stop to eat or, or, uh, if you had like unlimited energy, how long would it take you to walk all the way around the earth? If you could, if you could without stopping, you're always walking at like a normal walking pace. Do you know the answer to this? Or are you asking me to guess? I like, I'm pretty close to like what the answer would be. I think so. Like I've hiked, like the the furthest I've hiked with like a backpack was like uh, was 15 miles in a day. But without a backpack, I've hiked 20 miles in a day, and I was going pretty fast pace, but not for an entire day. So you could probably do if you really tried 30 miles a day. Which I don't know how big the uh, circumference of the Earth is. So, so you have to guess. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't factor that number in at all. <laughs> I'm going to guess 370 days. That's actually really fucking close. 100% guess. So like, if you just did the math about of like a normal walking pace, like do the normal walking pace, Earth is 24. Which is like four miles an hour. Probably. Yeah, Earth is like 21,000 miles around. So it would be like 345 days or something. Damn, that's pretty good. That is a great guess because I wanted to ask you because we were driving up to Michigan this weekend for Frisbee stuff and there was four guys in the car. One of them said a year. One of them said 90 days. One of them said eight years, and the other one said between 30 and 50 years. God damn. <laughs> See, that's like fucking... So the, none of them know how big the fucking yeah, earth is. The um, Guess which one I was. What were the numbers again? Between 30 and 50 years. 30 and 50 a years. A year. A year. Eight years. Eight years. Um, 30 and 50 years. And the last one, and the um, last one is um, 90 days. I bet you said a year. No. Eight years? No. A day, uh, what was the other one? Between 30 and 50 years and 90, 90 days. days. I bet it was 90 days. You didn't think I said between 30 and 50 years? No. Did you really say that? <laughs> no, I said 90 okay. days. Goddamn. <laughs> Still dumb. Because I, th- well, I thought that it would take, I thought it was a 13-day trip to walk across America. But mm. it's actually longer than that. Yeah. But my math was still off, if that was true, because then I multiplied it by, like, five. Let's look up distance from L.A. to New York, which, if you were crossing America, you'd go from L.A. to New York, probably. Um, 2,789 miles. So, 2,789 miles divided by about four-mile-per-hour walking pace divided by uh, 24 hours in a day. So, 29 days. Yeah, 30. Just across... Yeah. The U.S. So, yeah, people don't understand the the scale of how big the Earth actually is. Right. And, um, God, I was going to say something else about it. Um, I mean, the, the fastest time to drive... Oh, here's a good one. Guess the fastest time to drive from New York to L.A. And this is like a thing that people do, at least... In, like, the 60s and 70s, it was, like, an actual race they would do where somebody would try to go the fastest from do you want me to just, New York to L.A. Do you want me to just bring up the part that you talked about on the podcast before? 
Oh, did I already say it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, say it. Do you, you remember? You talked about the, they did it in the Lexus. Um, I think so. Maybe a Mercedes. Or whatever. They did They yeah. did it. It's the Cannonball Run. They did it. Yeah. It was like 13 hours or something. I can't remember. 20, I think it was like 27 or 28 hours. Yeah. Um, but you already talked about it, so. Yeah. I'll go over it quick. I just want to say that you were the first one to fuck up and repeat something. Yeah. So, um... Congratulations, you did it. Go fuck yourself. But like, like the the time, the most recent one was in like December. I think they might have done it in November, and then they released it in December. But um, yeah, Mercedes E sixty three AMG, and they averaged over a hundred miles an hour because they had spotters like everywhere to like drive in front of them, drive uh, behind them to make sure no cops are coming up behind them. Um, and they had to be all secretive about it because people would try to stop them along the way, like. Cops would set up a roadblock if they knew somebody was barreling toward them at 150 miles an hour on some stretch in the middle of the desert or something. But so they did it in 27 hours and 25 minutes. But like the old times would be like like 40 hours to go from one side to the other. So this was like insanely quicker. But um, but yeah, that's just driving as fast as you possibly can, really, without getting pulled over or anything. Um, 27 hours. Can you explain what's happening in this video? So there's a video of a guy throwing a dildo at a wall and it sticks. Let's see. Yep. Have you seen people do that before? This was us this weekend. Yeah. You. Why did somebody have a dildo with them? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So suspicious. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I've seen people like like from like the ground throw it up to like a third story window and have it stick to the window. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we were playing, we were playing all kinds of, we would sit, we all went, we sat in a circle. We had a, uh, like a, like a, like a cone between our like like a sports cone, you know, yeah, like a little like, between what? no, each no. Other's assholes. <laughs> see if, it, yeah, we throw it as hard as we could see if it's, yeah. no, we would have like a little sports cone and then we'd have a tennis ball. We sit in a circle, you'd bounce a tennis ball and you try to get them out like yeah. landing yeah, in yeah, a cone. So we were doing that. And then the other guys were throwing dildos at the wall. God damn. I think I'd be on the dildo side. Probably. Of course you would. You'd be yeah. putting it in your mouth and trying to flip it over yeah. your head and land it on the wall. I'd do the, um, uh, like the, the ping pong ball, shooting the ping pong ball out of your mouth and just using a dildo. Just you'd be, <laughs> <laughs> you'd put it in your butt and squeeze as hard as you could and shoot it out fart, against the wall. Fart it out of my ass. <laughs> so, uh, Saturday morning, I was in the, I guess technically the morning, but I was at, um, the Wendy's drive through for lunch and, um, I was sitting at, the pickup window, um, waiting for my food. I'd already paid and everything. So I was just sitting, staring straight ahead. It was kind of like 1030 or something in the morning. So I was still kind of tired. So I was just like staring straight ahead, like, um, uh, just not really like paying attention to anything else. I was just staring straight ahead. And there was this dude sitting or standing against the sign of like the bus stop. So I guess he was waiting for the bus and he had a coffee thermos in his hand. And while I wasn't looking, I think he spilled it all over himself. So uh, then I see him with a napkin, which I assume, I guess he just pulled out of his pocket or something. But um, he's like wiping his thermos down, like wiping his arms and stuff down. And then he wipes his thermos down for like three minutes, just constantly wiping this thermos down, which like three passes with a napkin would, 
would have wiped it down. I don't know why. I just just sitting staring at him for like a couple <laughs> minutes, watching him just wipe it down over and over again, getting every little crack wiped out of this um, thermos. So I started to like feel bad for him, and I was like. I was like, damn, that really sucks. Like, you're already outside. Um, I mean, it's still winter, but it wasn't, like, super cold. But you're you're still standing outside waiting for the bus and just trying to drink your coffee. And then you spill it all over yourself. So then you're probably, like, uh, pissed off and have to, like, clean it all off and everything. So I'm, like, starting to feel bad for him a little bit. And then uh, he gets done wiping the thermos off and everything. And he takes the napkin and just tosses it, like, like quarterback lateral. <laughs> Tosses it away from him, out into the grass. Just literally. <laughs> and I just immediately hated him. I was like, I, I had so much sympathy for him after he spilled it all over himself. And then he just carelessly littered a napkin and it pissed me off. Um, did you watch the fight? I did not watch the fight, but I watched the um, highlights of it. And they were fucking good. I love Tyson Fury. He is a fucking maniac. <laughs> So, so you saw what he did then, yeah? Licking? Mm-hmm. Licking the blood? Yeah, he said he wanted to taste blood. <laughs> and he tasted blood. Um, My God. Did you see what Dante Wilder said after the fight about why he lost? No. So he showed up, uh, last time he showed up in like this big white like crystal Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't that the thing was heavy? Yeah, um, yeah. It was like a big face mask and a crown and shoulder pads and all this other bullshit. It looked really fucking <laughs> stupid uh, with all these LED lights inside it and stuff. And then he, he wore another one this time, but it was like black crystals, um, kind of the same stuff, like his logo and everything on it, and like shoulder pads that looked like the uh, the black and purple team from uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> so he's wearing that type stuff. And then he said he lost the fight because that stuff weighed 45 pounds and it uh, weakened his legs, and that's why he lost the fight. Which is not something you should probably say after you just got, like, in the third round, he got hit in the head and, like, crumpled and then got back up. And then the seventh round, he just got hit square in the chest and got knocked on his ass. Which, not just not getting hit in the face and getting knocked down, just straight to the chest and then falling back is... Crazy how powerful you have to be. Yeah. He's like six seven, like way over 200 pounds, probably almost 300 pounds, and got knocked on his ass by Tyson, who's also like 275, 6'9", or something. But, nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, from the um, from all the highlights and stuff, it looked insane. <clears throat> and like the stats, um, he had, uh, Tyson Fury had like four times the amount of um, punches landed and like power punches and everything so just completely demolished him and then now I guess they're having a rematch because Dante Wilder's uh, whatever I, I guess they which they tied the first time and then Tyson won the second time but then now they're doing another rematch so it's the third time they're fighting and it's I guess one to zero really Tyson with one and Dante with zero wins so I don't know why they're doing it again unless Dante just wants to get knocked on his ass again. But, uh, but yeah, like Tyson's kind of like a weird looking, like semi fat, just weird, uh, English dude. And he goes against the fucking completely jacked Dante Wilder and just dismantled him. How are you, how are you going to 
beat the shit out of a guy and lick his neck during Black History Month. That yeah, is exactly. fucking. <laughs> that is disrespectful. He should he should get a, a, a little bit of his uh, winnings <laughs> cut over to uh, Dante Wilder. Yeah. Oh my God. Just for that. Um, so I listened to Pandora in the car and stuff just because. Um, I mean, you just click it and it plays through a bunch of songs that are similar to your song or the song that you pick really or whatever, like the genre that you're listening to. I think so, they know how Pandora works. Well, I know, but like it, it's not like <laughs> a normal streaming service like Apple Music where you just pick what music you like and it'll play that music. Pandora kind of, I listen to Pandora still, even though nobody listens to it anymore because it kind of just shows me different stuff that I wouldn't have seen on Spotify or Apple Music as much, I think. But I was in the car, I was listening to music, um, and this song came up. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> what were you listening so, to? What station is that? It's Dead Kennedys Radio, which just plays like 70s and 80s punk music. And if you're not familiar, there was an episode of Family Guy. <laughs> we were in we were in middle school or high school? Uh, I think that was a middle school episode. I think it might have been in like we were in like middle school. Uh, we were probably in eighth grade, and the Surfing Bird Bird is the Word episode came out. And <laughs> that, that episode slaps. I mean, we we sang Bird is the Word for like a month straight, probably, and annoyed everybody that we knew, but. Um, it was originally a song by a band called The Trash Men, and I guess the Ramones covered it. So since the Ramones were a 70s punk band, um, and they were kind of close to Dead Kennedy's 70s punk band, then or 80s punk band, then um, that popped up. But I've been listening to this station, the Dead Kennedy's radio station, for like two years now, and it's never popped up. And then just now... Uh, or like yesterday or two days ago I was driving in the car and it just popped up without me seeing what was playing and I immediately recognized it and just got like hit with a brick wall of nostalgia. So <clears throat> that episode <coughs> is called Big Man on Hippocampus. It came out... 2010. In t- 2008. 2008? God yeah. damn. I was like seventh grade then. Yeah, we were in seventh grade. And then um, do you know what year Surfing Bird came out? 1962. What? 63. God damn. So close. I don't know. what The Ramones version probably came out like mid-70s or something just because it was a cover from a little later. But um, And who's the artist? Did you already say that? Trashman. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... I will say I did <laughs> give it a like, so it will pop up. It'll uh, play it more frequently. Yeah, it'll play it more frequently now, so I'm, I'm ready to uh, hear it again. Good. Um, so there's a weird thing with – well, there's there, I guess there's two weird things going on on Twitter right now where a bunch of women that are like Warren supporters, I think, Gross. keep – Trying to apply their like <laughs> personal childhood trauma onto Bernie Sanders for some reason. <laughs> God damn it! So they keep saying that like he raped them. Pretty much, <laughs> it's like. So one lady said that she has PTSD from uh, his his, Hillary his come over from Hillary losing um, 2016. She has PTSD now. What? How? Everybody else in the comments was like, "Okay, you." 
you can't just say that you have PTSD just because you get mad when you think about <laughs> Hillary. Like, that's not like a diagnosable trait of PTSD, just getting mad because your candidate lost because they were the worst candidate. And they lost, Hillary lost to the worst presidential candidate <laughs> in off. history, which was Donald Trump, which makes her the actual worst candidate in history. So, like, so her losing gave them PTSD. So there's like this whole <laughs> weird so thing about dumb. like, they also say like, uh, whenever. Whenever Bernie speaks, it reminds me of my dad cooked a pot roast and he left it in the oven a little too long. So then when he brought it to the table and he tasted a bite of it, he said it was too dry. So he flung it against the wall and we didn't eat dinner that night. <laughs> what? So, the fuck? so this lady who's probably, I don't even know. Oh my Probably God. in her like her forties or something. <laughs> has a flashback to when she was little and her dad made a bad pot roast and he <laughs> threw it against the wall because it was too dry. What is wrong with that? That is people? why she's not voting for Bernie because him talking reminds her of her father getting mad about a pot roast. So also, the second thing is there's been a lot of people complaining about like, because, so that recently there was like, I don't know if he... There was old footage of Bernie talking about Fidel Castro. So Fidel Castro rose to power in Cuba. He did a bunch of social programs, like a literacy program, where they got like 98% of Cuba uh, literate, which is way fucking higher than the U.S. There's a lot of people in the U.S. that are still illiterate. But Bernie said that was good, that they had a literacy program that – taught everybody how to read pretty much. But then he also said, okay, but he was like a dictator, blah, blah, blah. He did a bunch of bad things, murdered a bunch of people. Like he explained that he did bad things, but he also did some good things. So we need to look at the good things that he did. Well, now all these people are coming out on Twitter saying how bad all of these different regimes were. So they're explaining why the different rulers were regimes or why the different rulers of these regimes were bad. And it was because of what, uh, the ruler did to their grandparents. So here's a couple examples. Um, this is from a lady named Kay Tai. Uh, my great-grandfather had a monopoly of eggs in all of China, and my grandmother was super rich living in a mansion when the Cultural Revolution happened and communism took everything away. So her grandfather had a monopoly uh, in China, a monopoly on eggs, and then they were super rich because... They had a monopoly, which is not a good thing. You shouldn't brag about having a monopoly. That's like a, um, like an evil thing to do to like force higher prices and stuff. So like, they're explaining that their grandparents were shitty while also complaining that the ruler took away everything from the grandparents. Another one, um, uh, you're you are fucking ignorant and know absolutely nothing about history to be claiming that. I had my grandfather's coconut factory stolen, my family's only source of income in the 50s, where they reclaimed it and housed corrupt government activities. Shame on you. Um, another one said that they're... Um, yeah, those bastards even took my grandma's favorite pony. She cried about this for decades. They took most of my family's properties, our castles, even our servants. Servants mean slaves in that case. 
So all of these people, <laughs> especially the Cuban ones, the, the Cuban lady talking about uh, the coconut factory, um, that was literally just a, a, planta- a coconut plantation with slaves on it. So they were all slave-owning families. They were all rich because slavery is free. You literally just have people working for free. So there's a bunch of people going on tirades about their slave-owning grandparents getting shit taken away from them, and they're complaining and saying, I don't know, I guess they're blaming Bernie for it or something, but it doesn't really make sense, and it's growing. Like, there's more and more of these coming out, like, every day of people just self-owning and explaining that the grandparents were slave owners. So, did you see the... Did you see there was the kid that was getting oh, bullied yeah. and everybody Quaid, was... Quaden. Yeah, and then people said it was fake? Yeah. I was like... <laughs> I was in every part of the story. I was like... <laughs> yeah. I saw it when it first happened. Yeah. A uh, nine-year-old kid with dwarfism in Australia was being bullied. Um, then I saw where they said, oh, he's actually um, 18. Uh, he's faking it. Then it came out that he had, like, a website page with um, saying he was an actor and model, blah, blah, blah. Um, That one didn't say his age or anything, so it didn't prove that he was 18. Then um, I looked at his Instagram, and his Instagram had, like, a picture of him holding a gun, which just looked like a Photoshop image, so I don't think it was actually him holding a gun. But um, there was, like, pictures and videos of him holding money, um like sticking his middle finger up to the camera, which is hilarious, but he's actually a nine year old kid. Like the 18 year old thing was because he was at somebody's 18th birthday party or something. So there was an 18 on a cake. Um, there's like pictures of him from like three or four years ago where he's like in a diaper as a baby, um, from like his family's Facebook pages. So like the internet immediately (laughs) took this bullied nine year old dwarf child (laughs) And bullied the shit out of him. (laughs) Said he was scamming. A lot of the, um, a lot of like the GoFundMe's that they were like pointing to, saying like, "Oh, look, they're scamming." Blah blah blah. Were just fake GoFundMe set up by random people saying they were him, but it wasn't him doing the GoFundMe. And even the, the big GoFundMe that got like four hundred thousand dollars was set up by like a. Australian comedian who also has dwarfism or something. So yeah, the the other there's there's a comedian that has I can't remember what the yeah what the guy's name is, but well, like he set it up so like there really wasn't any scamming going on. The only bad thing about it was that he's got to live with Brad Williams. <clears throat> yeah, that's the comedian. Yeah, who I think he's an Australian comedian, probably with dwarfism also, but um, he's American. Oh, American, but the. Uh, like, the worst part of all of it, other than the bullying and everything, like, not the original bullying, but, like, the, the internet bullying after, is that so now he's got to live with the bullying from everybody on the internet, and also that everybody <laughs> has seen him crying on video saying he wanted to kill himself and everything for, like, the rest of his life. Because he's going to be pretty recognizable. He's not just some regular nine-year-old kid. He's a nine-year-old kid with dwarfism. In Australia, who, like, they're pretty unique looking, so they're going to recognize this kid. Wow. Like, oh, you were this kid. Wow. Wow. It's true. Wow. That's not a bad thing to wow. say. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's, so he's real or what? <laughs> yeah, he's nine years old. <laughs> okay. But I think the, 
the acting and modeling thing, I think that was from before because, I mean, he just, when you're a unique looking kid, you can get different acting roles, I guess, or modeling roles or something. So, like, it, it's all pretty easily explained. Um, he's kind of just like a nine-year-old kid that got bullied. And There's he's going to continue to be bullied forever. Yeah, definitely, like, even more now. <laughs> but at least he's got, like, $400,000 to go along sure. with his bullying. So, I mean, I would trade that for $400,000. So, apparently the the NHL trade deadline was, like, recently? Yep, yesterday and at 3 p.m. So, Pierre Lebrun sent had, like, a couple tweets in a row. It says, Flyers are showing serious interest in Nate Thompson. Uh, the Panthers are trying to add a D before the deadline, and uh, Hurricanes still chasing a D and would prefer not to go the rental route. And my friend sent me that and, and texted me, the, the uh, NHL trade deadline sounds like last call at a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and the Blue Jackets got fucked. So um, the Blue Jackets' last trade deadline last year pretty much gave away all their future prospects for trades just for um, all of those contracts that they went for were going to end at the end of the season. So they traded all their future prospects, or at least like 90% of their future prospects for like the next five years for all the drafts and everything. Traded all of those away to make like a playoff push. And then they at least made it to the second round, which is nice. But um, we lost all those people we traded for. Now we have no future prospects. And then this year, we didn't even have anybody to trade for or with or anything. So I think they were trying to make a deal with a guy from Detroit um, who, I mean, probably everybody in Detroit wants to get out of there because <laughs> uh, they they were eliminated like two weeks ago from playoff contention and the playoffs are in like two or three months. So, <laughs> God like, damn it. Like far and away the worst team in the league, but like not even close to any other team. They were so bad. But um, Blue Jackets are supposed to trade for the, uh, this guy. Uh, it came out like you read those things. Those were like yeah. kind of like uh, insider hints at like what was going on behind the scenes of um, – what might be happening. Mm-hmm. So one of those went out about the Blue Jackets, about, oh, they're getting this guy from Detroit. Uh, it didn't say, like, who they were going to trade or anything. But then, like, an hour later, it was like, uh, the guy in Detroit uh, traded to Edmonton, um, and then they announced the trade and everything, and I was like, oh, I guess he's not going to Columbus now. So then I was like, okay, well, that was the only trade they're going to do. Then they traded one of the Columbus guys with... Um, some dude in Anaheim I've never heard of, and uh, all the comments on the Instagram post were people shitting on Columbus for making the trade and said Columbus definitely lost the trade. So uh, the trade day went like shit. Um, there was another guy, um, Joe Thornton, who, let me see. Joe Thornton is on the San Jose Sharks, and he is 40 years old. So, still playing hockey at 40 years old, especially when you're a six foot four, 40 year old dude. Your fucking knees and bones are probably <laughs> kind of fucking worn out by then. But uh, he did not get traded yesterday, and he was uh, putting out, like, I don't know if it was in like press interviews or what, but he was pretty pissed off because he wanted to get traded. Because he's like, I've been in the league for 22 years now, and I kind of want to get a uh, Stanley Cup. And he's. Still on the Sharks, and there's no way they're going to win the Stanley Cup. So he was 
probably the most upset during the trade day. Um, nothing else really happened. So I was drive. We were driving up because I've been going to Michigan like every week pretty much, and uh, on one of the trips up, we we decided that we thought it'd be cool to make like an uh, like a sexual themed restaurant. Because oh, okay, so my friend is obsessed with Justin Bieber's Sex. Yummy. Oh god, I fucking hate it so, <laughs> so much. So he listens to, so he plays it literally all the fucking time. We have to hear it nonstop. It's so but cringy and bad. <laughs> I it's it's kind of catchy though. I like I it. Cannot stand. Listen it. to it like one hundred more times and then you'll no, like it. I've heard it a bunch because I've watched <laughs> I've watched all the videos of him, um, all the videos of people on YouTube talking about his tactics to get it to number one, like. Telling people to stream it while they're asleep, um, <laughs> but also if you're streaming it on Spotify while you're asleep, you have to well, you have to put it on repeat so it'll repeat constantly. You also can't turn the volume all the way down because Spotify can tell if the volume is off and it won't count that as a stream. So you need to put the volume on one so it's quiet enough for you to sleep over it, but not too quiet for Spotify to not count it. Why couldn't you just like plug your headphones in and leave it on the table? I don't know, but they specified that characteristic of how to get it to number one. So he's literally okay. telling people not to listen to it to try to get it to number one. So, um, so yeah, so we thought that we would have a restaurant called Yummy, but it's like everything is just like <coughs> sex positions and like adult themed stuff. So like, like the, um, so like the, the appetizers would be foreplay and the entrees would be intimates. And then like oh, the desserts are, like cuddles and then um it just, we had like all kinds of like you could get like the asian white or black combo for like small medium large <laughs> and uh and then on the menu there's one part that says um like ask about our biological father and then when you do your server leaves and doesn't come back <laughs> god damn was this like a four-hour-long conversation? Yeah, we just kept we just kept adding stuff. Like the kids' menu is all like it's it's like it's like uh, uh, Epstein and um, oh, and um, like Speaking Michael Jackson and like all like child molesters. So <laughs> it's predicted tonight that um, Bloomberg is going to try to bring up God all damn like it. the the old stuff from like the seventies of Bernie talking about Castro. Um, in the debate tonight, so everybody is saying that Bernie needs to bring up uh, Mike Bloomberg's Epstein connections because he had four phone numbers in Epstein's address book, and so he's like, okay, well, somebody needs to ask him about Epstein because uh, Michael Bloomberg announced that he was not going to run for president, then Epstein was killed, and then Mike Bloomberg announces that he's running for president, and that's a little suspicious for somebody who's connected to Epstein <laughs> to just decide to run for president like that. Um, and I guess while I'm back on talking about Michael Bloomberg, um, I'm showing Alec a picture from Snapchat. Of This was sent to me, so I don't follow Bloomberg okay. on Snapchat or anything, but it's just a picture of the fucking worst-looking burnt toast. Oh, that's not jelly? No, it says Breakfast of Champion champions it's jelly toast. that's jelly there is like marmalade or something that yeah that's on it but that the actual stuff 
like you can see the glistening part and everything, but like over here, that's just straight up burnt toast. <laughs> so the dude eats burnt toast for breakfast <laughs> or something, which is even more fucking psychopathic than having a fucking head of our best friend. Um, but yeah, investigate Epstein, investigate Michael Bloomberg. Um, <coughs> So the coronavirus is coming to the U.S., right? Like that, yeah. the CDC well, just like yeah. – but the CDC <laughs> just like went nuts that we're all going to die. Yeah. Sick. Which um, people have been saying like in a lot of other countries like um, like South Korea and like Japan and stuff, like countries close to China where they're more likely to get infected with it or whatever. Like it's really easy there because if you feel – like you're sick, like if you feel like you got like a fever or whatever and you're like sweating profusely and you're like, oh, I might have coronavirus, you can just like walk into a hospital and get checked for it or something or like do it or whatever. And it's free because of their like healthcare system and stuff. But since the U.S. doesn't have a healthcare system really, <laughs> everybody's just going to get sick and they're going to sit at home yeah. and then, then infect and their die. entire families yeah. and nobody's going to go to the doctor because they don't want to pay $150 I think, pay or something. I think I had the coronavirus and I gave it to you and we're just G's. Yeah, I mean, if you like, we're just G'ing it up. We don't even the care. The number of people that are infected by it versus the number of people that have died from it, it's not a very big percentage. Like, tens, oh, yeah. Tens of thousands of people. It's like 2%. Have with it. Yeah, and like a couple, like almost a thousand people have died. But the best part about it is that they're talking about the guy from the Olympics, the Olympic Committee. Oh, yeah. That is um, like. Uh, if they say, say he said that if uh, if it's still a problem, then they might have to like cancel Olympic stuff coming up. And his oh, name is Dick Pound. Oh man, <laughs> that is that's the best name ever, yeah, that is, Dick that Pound. All time Hall of Famer of best names. <laughs> Dick um, Could you imagine like meeting a girl at a bar and being like, "Yo, what up, Dick Pound?" She's just like. What? <laughs> Get away from me, you weirdo. There was a dude in an article I saw. Um, it was like referencing um, – the article was referencing somebody involved in a story. It, it might have been like a police story where it was like um, referencing like a detective or something. Well, this dude's name was Dick Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like another like – Yes. The dude was named Richard Wiener and then <laughs> goes by Dick Wiener. Dude, I knew a guy. I played frisbee with a guy. His name was Richard Longer. <laughs> and he didn't go by Dick. He's got to wait till he's like twenty nine or thirty, probably before he can. Till he's sixty nine. Yeah, he's nice. Got, he's got to wait till he like is old before he can just change his name to Dick, probably. But D- his without name looking too suspicious, D- making, <laughs> making his name Dick Longer. Um, <laughs> Dick Longer. It's such a. It's so good. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I got coronavirus, <laughs> and it's all your fault. Um. What else you got in your notes? Dude, I feel like, okay, I feel like you've seen Kombucha Girl, right? Yeah. I literally feel like Kombucha Girl when I eat spicy sweet chili Doritos. No. Oh like my the, God, they're so no. good. Fuck yourself. I the love first, I take so the much. first bite and I'm they're like. so savory. I'm like, these are fucking awful. Oh, and then I'm so like, good. wait. So. No, they're okay. They're just okay. No, they're but so But the first good. bite is always so bad. So, for like. Over a month, I was eating peanut butter and jelly every day for lunch, and uh, like a in- little individual bag of chips from like the like the like the Smuckers Uncrustables, you fucking toddler. No, I make my own <laughs> PB and J every your day. Your mom before, would make your okay. I got it. Yeah, 
your mom would put it in your lunchbox with your snack pack. I couldn't handle the peanut butter and jelly every day because it's eating. It's like eating dessert for lunch because it's fucking sugary peanut butter, sugary <laughs> that jelly. Sounds great. So I switched over to uh, bologna and cheese now, and Ugh. now I I bought a big bag at least. Like a couple of days ago, I had a big bag of the spicy sweet chili uh, Doritos You're to fucked. put on top of the bologna and cheese sandwich or inside, and also have some on the side. Also, so the only thing is, <laughs> after I eat it on the sandwich and like the whole rest that I have, you after shit I your pants. Sandwich, Every I, it feels weird in my jaw or something, and I don't know if it's like some ingredient in it or not but like like I, I finished that big bag of the spicy sweet chili and now I'm eating like the um, buffalo wing flavored ruffles like double crunch oh whatever yeah those are also kind of bummy yeah they're not amazing especially in a sandwich because it's way too fucking crunchy for <laughs> it just rips right through the bread and you can't fight through it but uh, but like I can eat like a whole thing of those and I feel fine but then after the fucking uh, Doritos, I just like the back of my throat or like the back of my jaw where like my jaw connects to my head. Like I can feel it hurting <laughs> right there. Like it hurts my muscles or something that I don't know what it is. But um, I mean like the the third or fourth like um, ingredient listed on Doritos is like MSG. So I don't know if it's just like MSG fucking me up. Um, I have no idea. But I stand behind that they are so fucking good. No. They're so good. No. They, they're really savory compared to like regular no. Doritos, but they are really good. Um, what's the... There's um, that super hot chip. It's like a ghost pepper chip mm. where it comes in one chip per container. Yeah. Uh, it's called Packy, P-A-Q-U-I. Um, and I saw a bag of Packy's brand chips at Speedway. So, um, it was just like another spicy flavor or something, but it wasn't supposed to be like super crazy hot. It was like maybe habanero. And then there was another one that was like a, a white cheddar spicy kind or something. So it said on the back that if you buy a bag inside the bag is printed a little code that you enter online and you have a chance to win, um, a free one of the little ghost pepper individual chip Wow, things. what a prize. Exactly. So I <laughs> gives bought, a fuck? So you so bought, bought all like of them. Four. You bought all of them. You said your chances, which legally they have to state what your chances are in winning the prize, I think, because it's just like um, like child gambling laws and stuff where you have to – it's like loot boxes on a video game. You have to state – Child the, gambling? Is that like – yeah, like, betting on if you're going to have sex with kids or not? No, it's not. <laughs> it's using kids as poker chips when you bet with your other pedophile friends like Mike Bloomberg. Does. But it states it's like a one in ten chance. So I was like, okay. So I'm you gonna, bought ten. Well, I bought like four of them. Like every couple of days I would buy one. And so I ended up buying like four of them. So it's a four out of ten chance of winning this fucking chip and they're sold out everywhere. The little individual chips, you can't, no, it's not a four out of 10 chance. It's four, one out of 10 chances. It's not a 40% chance. It's four. It's four, 10% chances. One times four. No, it does not work like that. (laughs) If I have 10 bags of chips (laughs) 
and it's a one out of ten chance of getting the thing. Four of the four out of ten. It doesn't work like that. But it's still okay. But it's still more than one out of ten chance. After after four bags, I have a higher than one out of ten chance. If I get ten bags, I have a very high chance of getting it because the one out of ten compounds for all of them. Right. If I eat ten bags, I don't have a one in ten chance of getting it. All of the chances compound into probably being around like a 40, 30 or forty percent chance after ten bags. But I bought four bags, so all of those. <laughs> okay. um, so if you so if you so so it's a, so if you buy ten bags, you're going to win. Is what no. you're saying? No. Oh, I just said it was like a thirty okay, percent chance right. of winning, retard. All right. What well, you're, I'm, the, I'm you're the one that said it was a. Four. I'm gonna, well, yeah, I fucked that up. I forgot. About that. <laughs> I'm gonna pause it and figure. All right, okay. that was ten, at least ten minutes of fucking off on the calculator. It's been a while since I was in school, so I could not remember how to figure out the the probability of me getting a thing. So it no, literally the least important thing you've probably ever done. But no, I've done this before too. Finding the probability of something like that that was completely useless. But so I said forty percent chance that I would get it after four tries. It's actually like thirty percent chance because the chance goes down, whatever when you compound it. It's not just adding the probability together. But uh, so about four bags, which means I had a thirty-four percent chance of winning this individual chip. That's super hot because I wanted to. Try the super hot one, and you can't buy it anywhere. You had to win it through these bags. So I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'll just keep going. Um, I'll just do it ten times, and, like, I, I have a good chance after getting ten bags of chips to get it. So Yeah, they, they say you have a yeah. 60, 60% chance of winning if you try it ten yeah. times. Like a, a 65% pretty chance good. if I bought ten of them um, that I would win this chip. Well, then after, like... My fourth bag of chips, they stopped being sold in the gas station. <laughs> That's so how they get you. So I only got to try four <laughs> That's how times. they get you. I didn't win any of the fucking chips. Should have bought ten. And I think it was on the last one that I thought, like, well, I wonder if I entered any of the codes in wrong. So, because, like, the way they printed the um, letters and numbers for the code out, and it was like a 16-digit code, um... Do you go to their website and enter in? So I, I went in and entered in just like a wrong code to see. And it actually did tell you like, oh, that's not an actual code. So like you didn't win or lose. You just didn't type in a real code. So so at least I know I lost four times. But um, yeah, I didn't even get the chance to try any more times after that, which was really annoying. Um, but like I've seen people, have you seen the videos of the people eat those chips? The individual like I think they I think they gave I think they gave one to Ilya on one of Dobrik's videos. Yeah, probably. Um, and he they, it was like a YouTube. They thing literally he literally cried. Yeah, like people <laughs> people freak out. Um, I saw one guy that I follow on YouTube did it with, um, which it's a guy. <laughs> the guy that I saw do it is a guy that reviews pocket knives, so he has literally nothing to do. Um, Read this out loud. Me, I'm afraid of the Backstreet Boys. Therapist, tell me why. Me, uh, a hamster. I don't get it. You don't get it? No, what's the hamster thing? I'm afraid of the Backstreet Boys? And the therapist says, tell me why? Oh, oh, okay. 
Sorry, I didn't get the Backstreet Boys reference. God, you're such a homo. <laughs> such a non-homo <laughs> that I didn't get the reference. Oh, you're a loser. But this guy that reviews pocket knives, who has nothing to do with eating or challenges or anything, decided to do this food challenge Wait, also. my mom's ordering Taco Bell. What do I want? You want a... Um, you want a chicken quesadilla. You want a beef quesarito. Nice. No sour cream. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? Because sour cream is gross? What the fuck? Why? It's, it's the gross. best. It's fucking awful. Oh, my God. And nacho fries, if they still got them. But this guy had surgical gloves on just to, like, pick up the chip. And then he ate it and then was like, oh, it's not that bad, actually. It's kind of a little spicy, but it's not bad. And the video's over, which nobody wants to see the video if you just eat the chip and be normal about it. Everybody wants to see the people freak out and cry. <laughs> Yeah. So he just sat there and he was like, yeah, it's, it's kind of it, spicy and like on like the tip of my tongue, it's kind of spicy. It kind of hurts a little bit, but like, I'll be all right. Fuck yeah, off, Yeah, at least ham it up for the camera. <laughs> yeah, get a Make million. a video worth watching. Yeah, get a million views or something. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm at the pool hall the other night playing with my dad's team and there's a girl in the bar just like crack the fuck out. Talking. Oh, nice. She's talking to herself. Like she's just walking pretty much like back and forth where we're playing yep. for league. And she's just like going because the patio's right there. So she's just like going outside, coming back in, going Bottom out and cigarettes. Car- yeah, carrying like a coffee cup the whole time and just like talking to herself. And my dad is like, How is that not talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm like worst feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean, um, I work in kind of like a rougher area or whatever. So there's a lot of like homeless people and crackheads kind of nearby. And, um, uh, I went into the gas station at my lunch break and there's a lady standing outside, um, just asking everybody for money or whatever. She was like, Oh, can you, she had a, like the world's highest voice. It was so weird how like high pitched her voice was, but she, I'm not going to fucking do it. Cause I can't even do it. Like I can't, do even, pussy. Get, no, do I can't even get close to it, it enough pussy. to make it even be worth it. Do it would be not, not do high it. enough, do but, it. uh, do it. She asked if do I had it. a dollar and I was like, no, I'm sorry. I don't have any money. Do the then voice. I go inside. Oh, I'm like, uh, getting my stuff or whatever. I come back outside, like literally a minute later, she asked me again, do I have a dollar? And I was like, no, I still don't have a dollar. I still don't have a dollar. And my brother was like, oh, you, you did that wrong. You're supposed to say, uh, like, man, I was about to ask you the same question. <laughs> you see any homeless person comes up and walks to you and says, like, oh, hey, man, you got any, you got any money you can spare? You got a dollar? You're like, damn, dude. I was just about to ask you that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Man, I was about to ask you the same question. I'm going to have to start using that. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Like, that's what I should do. Um, but have you ever had somebody do that where they, they um, at a gas station or something, they ask, like, oh, hey, I'm out of gas and I just need, like, $3 to put on my tank so I can get home, blah, 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 like, yeah. sob story stuff? Yeah. Have you had people do that to you? I've had that happen. It happens literally all the time. Yeah. It, it happens. <laughs> it's like, but twice a week. There was one time <laughs> at happened, least. I was in the Athens, Ohio Walmart. Um, which is kind of like a rural hillbilly-ish area. It, if you're talking to somebody that's not like a college student there, then it's going to be like a hillbilly-ish person. 
and uh, there was a girl wearing like a camo hoodie, um, and I think she was pregnant. And she like came up to me and my girlfriend while we were shopping, and she was like, "Hey, can you guys spare any money? I'm from, I think she said Lancaster." Okay. And so she ran out of gas, and she needs money to get back to Lancaster. Yeah. Which like, you're not fucking getting there from here. Yeah. 45 minutes from Lancaster to Athens with no gas and no money to buy gas. <laughs> and then got broke to ass Athens bitch. and ran out of money and then is trying to get home. Like, one, I, did, I didn't believe her because people fucking – every time somebody says that, they're lying. They're not yeah. actually trying to yeah. fill up their tank or something. Right. They're just trying to get some st- money. Yeah. But, like – she was probably lying and then two I was like you you're the stupidest person on earth if you drove 45 <laughs> minutes with no gas and no money and then you ran out of gas once you got here yeah like literally the worst idea you could have had so one time when when I was younger I was probably like I, I'm, I might have been six years old so this guy comes up to us it's me and my dad we're like walking by the coming home from the park or some shit and he smells uh, you <laughs> he licked my he licked my neck. <laughs> he licked your neck. <laughs> and um the guy's like, Hey man, I got a flat tire, like I just need five bucks. I'm gonna go to the store and get some fix a flat so I can, you know, get back to get back home or whatever the fuck whatever fucking lie. And my dad's like, Okay, here you like I got five dollars, here you go. So he gives him five dollars and then he's like, Alright, we're gonna follow him to the oh, store. God. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh so we give the guy five dollars. We wait. We wait like I don't know, three or four minutes, five minutes, maybe whatever. We talk, and my dad's telling me like, "Hey, we're gonna go see like. I'm gonna show you what happens when you give somebody money when they ask for <laughs> it. Basically, like telling me like this is what we're gonna do. So yeah. we follow the guy, follow the guy to the gas station to like the Dairy Mart or whatever. Yep. And which. I don't think that one was a gas station at all either. Like Might I think it's been a convenience store. Yeah, I think it was just thing. a convenience store, if I recall correctly. And then we walk in and the guy is putting a six pack on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> so we just kinda like slip into the back and we like kinda hang out until he leaves. And then my dad's like, see? <laughs> Damn, he was right. Yeah. Um, one of my friends in high school who's he was probably like five four, five five. So your height? No, I'm <laughs> six foot. What? No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're Measured not. Measured to six foot. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Just, Just stand you're up. Like six two. I'm six two foot. I'm a six foot tall. You are not. Six I'm foot six. Tall. I'm no, six foot. I'm five. Motherfucker, do it because I'm five. I might not, not even be six. I'm like no, on the dot six foot. Yeah. Close. Yes. No. Yeah. I'm not no, tall. You're not. Yes. No. We're gonna pause. Hold on. He's measuring himself right now. He says, you, like, let me use this straight edge. Okay, you are, fuck, exactly six foot. And then he puts the measuring tape, puts his, the thing flat, looks at it and goes, what? Okay, I'm like 5'10 and a half. 5'10 <laughs> and a half, you're not even close. But, um, but this guy's like 5'4 and he was at a gas station and he said some like six foot t- four black guy walks up to him and asks him for like three bucks for uh to put in his tank or whatever and i was like okay well you didn't do it right and he was like well what am i supposed to do he's a six foot four <laughs> black guy what am i supposed to do it's like you you don't have to give him the money you can just get in your car and leave but he just assumed the guy was just gonna murder him he didn't give him like <laughs> he's three gonna bucks. beat him up beat him up for three dollars yeah like i don't know uh, 
I don't know what he expected the guy to do. It was like in the middle of like campus or something right. too. Like if someone's asking you for money, they've done it a billion times. Yeah, it's nobody's <laughs> nobody's first time asking for money. If they if they're asking for money, they've probably done it before. So. And they've probably been turned down a thousand times because all I do, I usually just say, mm, no, I don't have any money with me. Um, is that all you got? I think so. All right, I got one more. What is it? <clears throat> Nicholas got in a fight at school. Ooh. Well, it wasn't a real fight. So the it's a Fortnite dance. But <laughs> they call it a fight. <laughs> there was a guy. One of his friends was um, like recording it. And the kid was, like, pushing my brother and then, like... Nice. Whatever. And then the kid, like, sucker punched my brother. And then my brother ran after him. Oh, God. And I think hit him, but, like, I'm not sure. I don't even think he did hit him. But he, like, ran after him after the kid sucker punched him. And um, they both got one day in school suspension. That's not too bad. Yeah, but, like... He didn't do it. He didn't yeah, do anything. Like the kid was pushing him. Yeah. And then like, I don't care that the other kid got one day in school suspension because they're in like, they're in like eighth grade and yeah. that's not like a real fight. So like if you get yeah. one day, one day is fine for the other kid. But my brother literally did not. Like yeah. he, he got pu- yes. he got pushed and he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't fighting back. And then the kid punched him and he ran after him. Yeah. He might have hit him. He might not. I like he should have beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he should have. But he yeah, didn't it's like. that if you're just involved at all. Yeah. They, they get you in trouble around here, which is annoying. It doesn't make any sense at all. Well, that's what – so my mom texted me and was like, yeah, he got – like he got in the fight or whatever. The kid sucker punched him and then Nicholas ran after him and then he, he got suspended from school. And I was like, oh, so that kid pushed him around and he ran after him and he got one day off of school yeah. to stay home and play video games. Well, you said like, in school. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh, he's just going to sit at home and play video games. Because obviously he's not in trouble at home. He didn't do anything. Yeah. And she was like, no, it was an in-school. I was like, oh, yeah. that's fucking sick. There's no way. I was like, you Which need me to go to the school? Bullshit. <laughs> busy work I'm, stuff. I'm going to go to the school and beat that kid up. So that is what the Blue Jackets <laughs> captain looked like. Uh, <laughs> that was yesterday what he looked like. And that was from uh, – the injury is from like four days ago, I think. So um, – if you haven't seen Nick Foligno, the Blue Jackets captain, uh, he was standing in front of the goal because his position, he's usually in front of the goal, and when the puck is coming, he'll try to, like, tip it or, like, block the goalie's view so it's easier to score or whatever. But he was standing in front of the goal. The puck uh, comes at him, and I think it gets deflected off somebody's stick or something, and it goes straight into his visor and, like, I've seen videos of, like, hockey visors and, like, safety goggles and stuff where they, like, shoot hockey pucks at them and the hockey puck would just, like, bounce right off or whatever because they're supposed to be strong enough to, like, withstand the blow of a hockey puck. So this hockey puck hits the visor and the visor just completely explodes and cracks in half and he gets hit straight in the between the eyes with the <laughs> hockey puck and he's bleeding. Kill shot. He's, like, bleeding all over the ice. So he has to go off the ice, go to the locker room. He comes back out with this big, nasty cut going down his nose so then he's back out on the ice with like a little bandage or whatever but then he's still bleeding <laughs> through it so yes there's there's blood coming down like dripping off his nose so then the ref starts yelling at him again saying he's not allowed to be out on the ice if he's bleeding because it's like a there's like actual like like work safety like biohazard stuff where you're not allowed to be bleeding on the ice or whatever and be playing because it's like a uh 
health violations. So they told him he had to get off the ice if he was going to keep bleeding. So he had to go over to the bench, have him wipe the blood all off and everything, and try to get it to stop before he could come back out and play more. Um, and then, like, four days later, he just looks like a raccoon with two <laughs> horrible black eyes. And he was, like, out of practice. They posted a picture from practice where he's wearing one of the goalies, uh, goalie masks while he's skating around playing because he was trying to protect his face. Um, uh, he looks like Ray Rice's wife. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can end it on that. Um so follow me at Johnny Memes on Twitter. Follow the podcast at www.yppod. Uh, that's pretty much just where we post the links for now. Um, Alec is linked in the description of the podcast Twitter. Uh, any last words? <clears throat> Epstein no. Bloomberg. Epstein Bloomberg. Epstein Bloomberg. <laughs>